Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, March 25, 2022. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new. Happy Friday, everyone. You know, I forgot to mention... Last podcast. I don't know why. Maybe because I didn't buy it, really. But I got an air fryer. Ooh, it is the best fucking thing in the world, friends. So what do you mean you didn't buy it, JC? Did you steal it? No. Well, kind of. I stole it from my mother's heart. <laughs> no. Uh, I told my mom, hey, ma, you know, you know, have you heard of the air fryer? You should get one. Well, I really want one. And then she gave me money to buy one. <laughs> I bought it actually when I was in Pampanga. So if you listen to the last episode, I told you I went to Pampanga. I went to Baguio. So I bought it in Pampanga. And then I brought it home with me to Manila uh, earlier this week. And it is fantastic. Like literally all I use is this spray. So I bought some aluminum foil or tin foil. I don't know if they're the same thing. But I bought some foil. I put it there so that uh, when I, whatever I put in there, I can just take it out and it won't really get too messy underneath because I honestly I haven't cleaned the bottom yet. I don't know how. Uh, <laughs> I've just been using the foil. And you just put whatever, anything, chicken, well, whatever I tried so far. I, I've even been able to make hard, uh, hard-boiled eggs. So I put raw eggs in there. I just Googled. Uh, I went on Google and searched, you know, hard-boiled eggs, air fry. And then you look for the setting. Sometimes you'll find instructions in Fahrenheit. So make sure you just convert it to Celsius because the one I have is Celsius. And then the, you set it to a time and you just experiment. So chicken thighs, my friends, is the best fucking thing. Like no, there's no breading or anything. I don't put any breading and I put it in there. I just use the chicken setting on the machine and it's so crispy. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's incredible. And it, it's, I don't think it really saves me time in terms of if I was used to, if I was going to use a frying, cause frying, I think is faster, but this is like set it and forget it. So the one that I, I, I bought with my mom's money <laughs> is the Xiaomi. There's, there's, uh, two Xiaomi air fryers. The one in Mega Mall, they don't have the one that I bought, but in other stores, it's a, it's like 3,300 pesos. And man, no regret since it's not my own money. But even if it was my own money, I think I'd be like, this is a purchase that was really a good one. So that's what I have. Air fryer, Xiaomi air fryer. I've cooked chicken thighs, chicken breast, uh, Hard-boiled eggs. I've baked or I've air-fried some uh, mixed vegetables, which are really good. Uh, what else have I made? Mm, oh, bangus. I buy I buy those bangus that are like uh, air-sealed in the freezer in the in the supermarkets. So I bought some of that. So far, so good. I'm I'm really looking now into experimenting with uh, other shit. Oh, I bought some frozen chicken nuggets. Those taste amazing. Because I used to just microwave microwave those bitches. They tasted good in the microwave, but man, air fryer, we're on another level, friends. So I've been eating relatively clean, I'd like to say. Uh, I think I'm almost back to the weight I was before I went to Quezon because I gained a bunch of weight in Quezon and Baguio. 
So yeah, I highly recommend the air fryer. The Xiaomi, I don't know the name of the model, but it's a Xiaomi, Xiaomi air fryer. It's, it's white. It's clean. It's good for if I, now that I know, cause I had never used it before in hindsight, or at least maybe looking forward, if I'm going to buy a new one, I'm going to get one with a bigger, uh, a bigger capacity because this one is really only good for one person. And I like to cook for, you know, multiple meals. So this will only really cook me one meal or a meal and a half. I would like to be able to cook for the, you know, maybe the day or so, or something. But man, I'm so excited to share with you guys my air fryer journey moving forward. But it wasn't all clean eating this week, friends. I have a couple things that I want to share. Uh, if you listen to Hala Hala Show, the most recent one, mix number, I think, 10 or 11, I talked about going to the Lenny, Lenny Robredo rally, uh, Lenny Kiko, actually, in Pasig. But during that whole... uh Bonanza, is that a good word? I went to Podium for a little quick break because it was so fucking hot out there. And I tried for the first time this place called Bird Boss or Boss Bird. I think it's Bird Boss in Podium. Fifth floor or fourth floor. I tried their chicken sandwich because, you know, I love me some chicken sandwiches. And my goodness, this check, this chicken sandwich is up there. Probably number two for me, right? Number two. Next to, uh, uh, foul bread in BGC. It is really good. Bird boss in podium. I'm going to post a picture of that later, maybe this week. Uh, but I also last night I went to BGC to go to Landers to go uh, grocery shopping, but I ate at Nono's and cause Nono's has a chicken sandwich, which is also pretty good. However, I was a little bit disappointed with their chicken sandwich yesterday. It didn't taste as good as it, as I, you know, the first time I tried it a few years ago. And I also had a, I had their chicken sandwich like a month ago. It tastes a little bit different this time. It's a little bit drier. I'm not sure why, but I still recommend it. But friends, if there's one thing you take away from this podcast today, it is, it is, you need to go to Nono's and order this item. Let me find it in my fucking phone. It's called the fried truffle cheese wontons. I'm going to say that once again. Fried truffle cheese wontons. Fried truffle cheese wontons. 185 pesos, a little bit pricey. Uh, for five, I would say pretty sizable wontons. G- guys, this shit is like one of the best things that I've ever had in my life. Not in recent memory. In my fucking life. This thing is so, 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 so good. It's so good. The first time I put it in my mouth, it's like I fucking orgasm. Mm, so good. <sighs> Fried truffle cheese wontons. You guys have to get it. You guys have to get it. Like, that's what you got to do this week. You know, if you got a little extra money, you're tired of going to fast food, or maybe you've been eating marugame or whatever that you always get. Marugame is delicious, by the way. But you know, maybe you have a go-to place. Angel's Pizza. I love Angel's Pizza. But if you're looking for something new and you, and maybe you've seen Nono's, maybe you've even eaten there, but you, you maybe just had their, their entrees, get their appetizer or their starter, the fried truffle cheese wontons. Let me read, cause I took a picture of the menu just so I could, cause I'm going to post about it probably later tonight on Instagram. It's a mozzarella and cheddar cheese stuffed wontons drizzled with honey and truffle oil. Guys. I cannot state this enough. This is literally one of the most delicious things on the face of planet Earth. Ah, oh. oh, oh, so good. 
Ah, if the, yeah, I mean, I feel like I could end the podcast now, and I feel like I've done it justice. Like, I feel like this has been a worthwhile episode. I'm even going to probably title this podcast Cheese Wontons and something else. Mm. You guys, you got you to gotta do it, all right? You got to do it. What else did I do this week, man? Uh, so, you know, this week I've just been doing some voiceover. Shout out, by the way. Someone messaged me on Instagram. To Clefane. I don't know if he wants me to say his full name, so I'm just going to say Clefane. Who asked me about, uh, well, said, first of all, says that, that he just started listening to Tevez of the Best. Thank you, my friend. And also follows me on TikTok. Thank you, a fellow TikTokerist. Uh, but ask me about a microphone to recommend. So just in case you're listening to this and you have any interest in maybe starting a podcast or maybe doing some voiceover work, uh, you can see it in the podcast description as well. And it's not sp- sponsored anymore because like they gave us microphones, but I stand by it. I've been using it for all my work. It's the Elgato Wave 1 microphone. It's been good to me so far. I've been able to submit everything from, you know, high-end clients to cheap-ass YouTube voiceovers to recording this podcast. It hasn't failed me yet. Elgato Wave 1. Uh, let me just see. They, I actually asked him if there's anything uh, that he wanted me to discuss on the podcast. So here we go. I'm actually reading it live right now. Uh, I know you've already discussed how to be an effective conversationalist sa ibang channel mo yata. Di ko lang napakinggan pa. But I want to know your two cents about chasing people. I know we should not do it, but sometimes we have to, right? Chasing people, like romantically or just in general? I'm just going to answer in general because I think it, it, it holds true for both. This is just my opinion once again. Chasing people, chasing people for me, when I interpret that, that's like saying you're trying to get the approval of somebody and it seems like they're, they're not giving it to you or you're not getting what you're chasing after. That's how I see it. And the older I've gotten, uh, I know it sounds like I'm, it sounds like a, I'm an old man, like back in my day. Um, but when I was in college, I, I think I, or no, no, when I was in high school, I remember seeking the approval of many people, especially my mom, when it came to schoolwork and whatever. So let me share a quick story that I think I might have shared back here in the day. Um, I had a, classmate back in high school who was the son of my mom's like good friend and i remember he was so good at school like he was really good at school i'm not gonna name drop any names but he was he was like not valid i think actually he might have graduated valid because i left that high school uh later i didn't graduate with that batch or with that school but i think he ended up being valedictorian so that that just to set a picture for you how smart this guy was and i remember for a time right my mom would always tell me, like she wouldn't, I don't think she meant it, but she said, Tingnan mo si Blank. I'm going to just name him Blank. Give me a fake name. Uh, uh, Jordan. Tingnan mo si Jordan. Ang talino. Oy, tingnan mo, he's doing all this uh, extracurricular, whatever. Ah, nag up, I know, valedictorian, whatever. And me, right? Me, I was just me. I wasn't very good at school. Well, I was okay at school. But, I just remember thinking like, what the fuck? Am I supposed to compare it to this, this guy? So for, and then when I, so anyway, that was like my mindset, uh, for a while. And then when I moved schools, I remember kind of carrying that with me. I wanted to show my mom that, Hey, I could do this shit too. Uh, but you know, life is not fair. I wasn't born with a, with a penchant for math or science or English or any subject for that matter. I was never really excelled at any one subject. And I, I did, um, 
you know, so I started taking all these advanced, they call it advanced placement, AP, advanced placement classes. Cause I actually, I wasn't dumb, right? Like I was smart enough to kind of qualify for them, but I was borderline. Like I, to, to get into those AP classes, you had to get the signature of your teacher to get you into like those AP classes. And me, I already knew that if I, once I got in there, I would like struggle. I knew that. And I remember, uh, so I, I, I was, it was AP history, man. And I was like, what the fuck? I hate history and I don't want to do this. And I was struggling so hard in the class and I ended up crying. I, I called my mom and I ended up crying. I said, ma, I can't do this. Like, I don't, I can't be good enough. Like, I can't get these grades that you want, that you want me to get. I remember I cried, man. I cried. I called her. She was living in Italy at the time. I I called her and I said, Ma, I'm really struggling here. I can't be the person that, you know, I can't achieve or be that person that you want me to be. I didn't, I didn't mention uh, Jordan's name or anything, but I said, I can't be like how you you want me to be in school. And for the first time, this and this was a revelation to me. She told me, like I never asked you to be like that. I never I never had set any expectations for you. You know, I always just wanted you to enjoy and be happy for who you are. And then that's when I realized, friends, that I I don't know if it's really related to the question. Is it like I was chasing uh, approval, I guess? Chasing people? Is it the same thing? But, you know, just a little bit of a life lesson in my part is that I put all these expectations on myself. I never really talked to the person, I mean, in this case, my mom, about, about it. Because I already created these lofty expectations in my head. I made these comparisons in my head. Maybe, you know, she, by her saying like, oh, Tignamasi, Jordan, blah, 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 it kind of made me feel like that. But maybe she was just saying it. Maybe she was just saying, I don't think she was. And, and then the more that I thought about it, I realized that she wasn't ever comparing me. She was just maybe pointing out a fact. And, and she's, she never said, bakit indika ganyan. She never said, why aren't you like that? Only then did I realize like, oh my God, I was setting myself up to, for this. The, my whole like time, the whole few years it, in between since that happened. And I was like, oh my God. And that, I guess, is when I started realizing that the approval of other people and whatnot, they, like, I get it, right? If you're, if you're trying to get the approval of, of somebody that you, you want to date or, or maybe your boss or something. But at the end of the day, if, if, if you are seeking approval, but you're compromising who you really are, then it's not really going to work out. And then, and I guess a side, a little side lesson that I learned is that sometimes we set up these expectations for ourselves and we, it's not really, we, we set it because we think that's what the other person wants. But in reality, maybe they just want you to be you. You like my TED talk? That was a good TED talk, JC. Huh? Yeah. So that, that's how I feel about so now, so now, now, I guess you asked me now, right? Uh, Cliff, Cliff Fane. So do you chase people? And now, man, I don't seek the approval of anyone but myself. Because the people that I, I'm with, the people, my family, uh, anyone, I don't need to seek approval anymore. 
Because if they like me for who I am, that's all that matters to me. I, I, I don't need to seek validation from anyone. And I guess that's kind of what's cool about, cause you know, you guys know I resigned in December and, you know, something about working at a job where you're working for somebody, uh, a boss or whatever, you know, you always kind of have to, not that I didn't work hard at my job, but now it's kind of cool in a, in a way that I'm working for myself. So I don't have to answer really to anybody, which is pretty nice. So I'm just living for myself and I, I don't seek the approval of other people. So in a sense, I don't really chase other people. I chase my goals. And I think that's a more worthwhile thing to focus on. So I hope that answered your, I hope that answered your question. Um, you know, I don't know if that was really what you were intending because I, you didn't really specify what type of person to chase or whatever, but it, it works the same in romantic relationships, I think. Right? You, you don't, me, I don't really chase. It's just if they like you for who you are, then that's cool. Right? Everything, everything, all the good and the bad and whatever. Of course, you want to change, like, for yourself. If you want to be a better person, then you do it. But if you're only changing to be a better person for the other person, are you really doing it for you? No. Right? That's how I feel. So there we go. Life lessons. I'll, I'll reply to you. I, I, I see the rest of your messages. And I feel like I have to type something, but I'm, I'm focusing on this podcast. So I'll do it after I record. <laughs> Anything else? Um, trying to think, man. Um, I, did I do anything fun? Did I watch anything? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I watched Turning Red, the latest Pixar movie. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not, so it's going to be relatively spoiler free, but I enjoyed it. Is it? Where does it rank in my... It doesn't rank at all in my top five. Would it fall in the top ten? I don't think even it would even... Maybe it might reach top ten. Maybe. It would be at like the bottom of the top ten if ever. It's definitely better than WALL-E, right? And Brave. Was Brave Pixar? I fucking hate Brave. And I hate WALL-E. Um, and it's way better than Good Dinosaur. I fucking hate the Good Dinosaur. Is that Pixar? You guys know how much I hate WALL-E, right? Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, Turning Red was entertaining. So the story is, it's about this uh, Chinese-Canadian girl. And she discovers that there's like this family secret or whatever that the women in the family turn into giant red pandas. It's a coming-of-age story. And I saw a lot of memes about it before I watched the movie. I It would be very relatable and probably hit home for... I, I would say, I don't know, I think for girls more than guys, but just for, just for kids that, uh, lived under a parent that was maybe like, what do you call that? A helicopter parent? I think that's the correct term. You guys know that term, right? Helicopter parent. If you don't know, Google it just to make sure that my definition is, is correct. But how I define helicopter parent is that they're always hovering around you, right? They, they're, they're always checking up on you. Uh, and they take it to the extreme in this movie, but you'll see it when you watch it. But overall, solid movie, very predictable in my opinion. Like I actually kind of knew already what was going to happen. Like I don't know, I, I, it's 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 a solid seven or eight out of ten for me. Not that I need things to be kind of crazy or need a twist or whatever, but I literally saw every single thing coming in the movie. Like I kind of, if you ask me. Like to kind of tell you what would happen maybe 30 minutes into the movie, I could have probably given you 90% of the story. That's how predictable it was, which doesn't make it a bad movie. There's nothing wrong with predictive predictability. 
that's why they do it, right? Because they know shit, people eat that, eat that up, right? How long has Provinciano been going, right? Cardo's been shooting people up for the last six years. It's the same shit, right? I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time, but, uh, uh what's his name? Coco Martin? There's a new problem. They, they get into a drama. Uy, police ako! Putang, you know, they don't say that, but, uh, you know. They, they usually capture the love interest. Nasansi Yasi Pressman. Is she still on that show? Nasansi Yasi Pressman. Nasansi Salvador. That's usually how it goes. But they do that because people eat that up. So there's nothing wrong with predict- predictability. But turning red, I, I think you would enjoy it. Most, most of you would enjoy it. Um, it pales in comparison to Soul, which I think is the best Pixar movie probably now in my mind. Soul, it's too heavy for me. It's it, like it's a heavy movie, so I can't rewatch it. But it's probably up. It's like I told you guys, Soul is like number one or two now for me. Uh, it's not better than Monsters Inc. I actually like A Bug's Life better too. There's so many. Up is still better. Inside Out is still better. So yeah, it's it's. I don't know if it cracks top ten. Tbh, I don't think it cracks out because you, then you have to include Toy Story like. Definitely one, two, three, and four are better than Turning Red. So that already bumps it out of the top five. Maybe it's like top 20. How many Pixar movies are there? But I guess if, if there's anything you take away, should you watch it? Yes. Is it better than Wally? Yes. That's it. Is it better than Brave? Yes. 100%. Um, if you could change your fate, would ya? Uh, Merida. Okay. Is there anything else that I want to, um, talk about? I'm trying to think, is there anything else that I watched this week? So I talked about the hosting already on the podcast. Did I do anything? Dude, my life has just been me staying at home, doing voiceovers, and, uh, oh, yes, something. Guys, you guys know me, right? I love money. I hate spending money. And what, where's the p- best place for somebody who doesn't like to lose money go? The casino. Right? <laughs> I went to the casino on a whim um, a couple days ago. So actually, before the casino, let me uh, share a quick story. Went to uh, the the, Bor- the Baywalk, Blue Bay. It's not Blue Bay. Someone messaged me. It's not actually Blue Baywalk. But, you know, the Ferris wheel and it's by the water. So there's this place there where you can rent like tandem. They're not even bikes. They're like scooters. It's pretty fun. It's like three fifty for an hour. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could just walk. It's faster. It's faster to walk, but it is a cool experience. Uh, and, but then went to the casino, right? We went to the casino and I played craps, my favorite game. The only play, I uh, went to Okada and I lost 6k, man. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. But I, I don't know if I told you guys when I went to Pampanga, I played craps. I won, I won around six or seven K there. So technically I just lost what I won. Uh, in Pampanga. But still, man, it hurts. Uh, you know, started on a hot streak. I thought it was going to be a good night. It's like, yeah, we're going to win some money. And then all in the matter of probably an hour, I lost it all. 6K. I'm sad. Uh, it's just a brutal reminder. I, I, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but since we have some new listeners that are, uh, you know, filtering in once in a while, gambling is one hell of a, a of an addiction, man. Not for me. I like, I feel it sometimes when I play. Like, I feel it does something to your body, right? Cause there's, there's two sides to it. When you're winning, what do you, what do you normally feel? You want more. 
And if you're losing, what do you feel? You want to win it back. That's what gambling does to you. And it's the, I guess the idea of, you know, a single hand, a single in craps, in the craps case, a single dice roll could, could bring you, like, could win you money, money that would take you, you know, forever to accumulate, right? Like in one roll, I could win like 3k. Now, how long does it take you to earn 3k? It takes so long. But then you can lose it even faster because the house always wins. Remember that, friends. Unless you count cards, like in the movie 21, which I recently rewatched as well on Netflix. Unless you know how to count cards, you will always lose in the long run. I, I did actually a Google search of like the biggest casino winnings. And there was this one, one story. It's a well-known guy. He's like a Greek guy who went to Vegas with, I think, 50 bucks. And then he, he had like a loan of, he got a loan from somebody for like $10,000 and he turned it into like 46 million bucks. But then he lost that 40 something million in like a week. That's how crazy gamblers are. Like the hardcore gambling addicts. And when I went to the craps, uh, I played the craps machine because I didn't play at the table at Okada. I remember I saw some people there and I specifically remember some of these people, I've shared this story before, at a craps table that I've been to in City of Dreams three or four years ago. Because, let me backtrack to my story from a prior podcast. When I would vacation, my family would staycation at uh, City of Dreams sometimes. So I, I went to the craps table there. And I saw some people there. You know, uh, you know they, they had unique features, I guess. I don't know. Because the next time I came back in maybe four or five months... It was the same fucking people there. So in my mind, I already made this uh, uh, this kind of educated guess that these people are here probably every night. Just gambling. Like sometimes they win big, they come back. Like these are gambling addicts. So when I went to Okada a couple days ago, I swear I remember there's just one lady next to me who kept talking to me. Because they like to talk. Sometimes they want to influence you to make bets. I don't, I don't know why. But I remember that lady, man. I remember that lady from City of Dreams. Because she was hanging out. With an older guy. Not there was an old guy there at Okada, but it wasn't him. It was this other guy. And I remember his name, man. His name was Petus, because it was such a weird name. I didn't see that guy at Okada. Maybe he lost all his money or something or whatever. But I remember they were hanging out at City of Dreams before and they were chopping it up. So just a reminder, gamble only what you stand to lose. Because you know, I, I had this one experience where I was I, I was, I was down 10,000 pesos and that was what my, what I was willing to lose, like 10k. This was a few years ago. This was maybe 2016. I went to, I was at Resorts World. I was down 10k and I said, shit, that's my budget. But what did I do? The little degenerate devil on my shoulder said, fuck it. Put 10k on black on roulette. So let's win it back. And I fucking did it. And my heart was pounding and I was so scared. And I, and I won. So I got my money back. So, you know, at that point, I was like, fuck it. I'm out of here. So I left. Because I was like, I could be down 20K if it hit red. Gambling's crazy, man. And I sometimes I feel it, man. I feel when I'm winning, I feel that degenerate, like, I want more. Uh, and this is only over a couple of thousand pesos. That's why I'm saying People don't understand. If they put a million, billion, whatever dollars in front of you, you will do a lot of things that you think you won't do. I, I swear. That's just how it is, man. Money is, money talks. Oh my God. Can you imagine Elon Musk, man? He, I feel like Elon Musk, 
Bill Gates, these are the only people that are not swayed by money. Like anyone that doesn't have more than like a million dollars, because millionaires, like people who just got a million dollars, they'll still do a lot of shit for an extra million dollars. But if you're a billionaire, I don't think money really matters anymore. Like you can do whatever you want and you can spend however you want and you will never need more. That's the only like justification I have for like anybody that will not be swayed by money. But most people, most people, man, will be swayed by money. Anyway, that's the podcast for today. Keep it short and sweet. I think I had a long one last week. So yeah, there we go. Get the, get the fucking mozzarella cre, what is it? Fried truffle cheese wontons. Fried truffle cheese wontons from No Nose. N-O-N-O. Many branches around Metro Manila. There's one in Podium. There's one at Uptown Mall. I think there's one at Mega Mall. I'm not 100% sure. Um, yeah, go get that shit. And don't gamble uh, what you're not willing to lose. That's it. Catch you on the next podcast. Take it easy. And I'll see you all. Say it with me later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 